0: Welcome to Tonk's sexual paradise. That's right, I'm Tonk here. I got little tassels on my nips here. You wanna slap my butt? You just let me know. We'll go downstairs. We'll make something happen. What do you say there, partner? What kind of name is Tonk? What the hell did he just say? Turn this fucking idiot into a bird. God <laughs> damn it. I can't believe nobody respects Tonks around here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Where's that this...
0: flying hand? I need a fucking hand job right now. Talks is very upset. <laughs> hey everybody. Uh, welcome to the Indie Film Review. All of that might make sense. Yes. After we talk about the film
1: that we reviewed. The spooky ween episode of Indie Film Ooh, Review.
0: Spooky Ween.
1: The only difference is
0: like there's a there's like a spider.
1: Yeah. You know? There's I put like a, I put spider webs on my yeah. microphone. There's a pumpkin. Yeah,
0: that's that's right. There's a there's a pumpkin, and then there's a we put a spider on it. So and then there's there's a, a happy black hallo- cat. Halloween. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You spray painted your cat black. <laughs> Very humane. Uh, Dan. Yes. We review independent films here, yes, do we, we do. not? Yes, we do. And yes this no. was
1: okay. an independent film from the nineties that we
0: reviewed this What year. people didn't exist back then. What are we doing? Why do we do? Why we go back so far?
1: Why do we go back so far? Because I found this film on Freebie and I'm like, you know what? I feel like watching an old bad horror movie. And this film uh-huh. it it left a it left a profound effect on me. <laughs> like <laughs> I was not expecting it to be as fucked up as it is and as uh-huh. I, I don't know psychologically horrifying. Like I, I, I feel that I was horrified for a lot of this, but it is a stupid '90s movie. It's a stupid '80s movie. Mm-hmm. It just it has elevated scenes. Yes, um, this is a special film that I also hate
0: tremendously for really? how stupid and awful it is. <laughs>
1: I love this film. I want to buy it. Uh, this film is
0: <laughs> ridiculous. It has so many good ideas. We'll, we'll certainly get into it. Um, so this was not submitted to us. No, this, this is, is a Halloween special sp- from Dan. Special
1: from me. I thought, I, I thought there was some pretty intense scenes in it, but Jared's going to learn me something else.
0: Uh, there is. There is a lot to love about this film, and there's a lot to want to pick up your TV and fucking elbow drop it
1: so you don't have to watch anymore. (laughs) What? Dude, I enjoyed it even more a second time watching it. Oh my gosh. Uh, who did you say was the production company behind this? Okay, um, who, who was the production company? Uh, FilmRise distributed it. It was like Full Moon Pictures, I believe is the name of the Yeah, Full company. Moon Pictures, that's what it is. Um, it was produced and written... Well, it was produced by Charles Band. And he mm-hmm. wrote the story as well. He didn't write the screenplay. But um, Charles Band is... Something like I knew he directed Puppet Master because I knew like that name sounded familiar. So he's the guy who did mm-hmm. Puppet Master. But I went and I looked at his IMDb page. His producer credits. This man is like a fucking Roger Corman of the 1980s and 1990s because he just produces all low-budget, all shitty horror films and his name's on every fucking one of them. It's ridiculous. Hey, someone's got to do it. Yes. Someone's got to get and out there and make these. Knowing that he wrote it, like there's elements of Puppet Master that I really love that are yeah. also in this film. Okay, here's
0: what I think is wrong with this movie. There's so many good ideas in this film that, go absolutely nowhere mm. and the writing is dog shit it's terrible <laughs> this writing is so bad and i feel bad for like everyone like the actors and everybody they're they're trying to do their best but i just don't think they were given the direction or the script to really make this okay. thing make sense so and the ending <laughs> is just what a fucking <laughs> wet fart of an ending this movie is
1: I Jeez. don't know. What
0: was this film even called? What is this? Did we even say? No, we
1: didn't. We, we watched a film called Netherworld. Uh, you can find Netherworld. it. Netherworld. You can find it on Freebie. Freebie is Amazon's new free service. So, like, if you yeah. open up your Amazon Prime app, you don't have Amazon. You can still watch movies for free with ads on Freebie. So, that's where yeah, that is.
0: Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, Freebie is the only um, entertainment site that gives ads about Freebie while you watch it, which I thought was uh, very informative, because I'm like, what what is this fucking app? Oh, Freebie. Okay, yeah, I'll keep watching. I know you just said the name of the horror film that we watched. I literally can't remember. It. <laughs> Netherworld, I, bro. I was, I even had this issue while I was watching the
1: film. I was like, what is this film called again? <laughs> it doesn't make much sense. I'll, I'll tell you what. I don't know. It, I, tell us I, the I, premise. I may have overhyped it, but I did something. This dude, his dad dies, and he um, goes to his dad's southern estate. A
0: mysterious, strange world, unparalleled to this... This young adventurer. Ooh, what a mysterious... He acts like he's in the Amazon rainforest, and it's just the Louis- Louisiana bayou. Well, so he, <laughs> he, he arrives hey, at this estate. Hey, if you're not used to me making fun of this right now, you're going to have to buckle up,
1: mister, because
0: I'm here to fucking
1: well, take I'm, okay, big so, turns. So, I mean, I want to I, I want to talk about it, too, but I got to get the, the synopsis out. Okay, so he arrives at the estate. Yes, sir. And then he finds out that his dad has been, like flirting with this local coven of dark magic users and he found out that he can revive himself from the dead and his dad dies and then in his will the dad gives him explicit instructions to go see Dolores to get his ass revived and that's basically mm-hmm. what this film is about now yes arriving at this fucking mansion so it, this is okay he he arrives by boat in this canal. And there's this huge, ornate kind of um, Athens pillar structure going on. And you're like, this Mm -hmm. is amazing. And he walks up the steps to it and he meets the lawyer. And then they go to the house, which is like basically a plantation mansion.
0: Wait, wait, wait. Does the film ever say where he is?
1: No. We just know that it's from the South because she says, oh, I'm just a Southern bail. (laughs) Like in... <laughs> That's
0: when I was so confused because I thought he was somewhere like in a different country or something because he clearly seems American, and then when we find out he's just in the south, and then I looked it up uh, on the IMDb page. It does say he's in Lu- Louisiana. Oh, it is Louisiana. So
1: like, what the? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> what the hell? He he goes past this amazing ornate pillar structure, and then all of a mm-hmm. sudden he goes to the mansion, and the mansion leaves a lot to be desired compared to this pillar structure. I'm mm-hmm. like mm-hmm it's, it's just a plantation house basically but why, where did this like weird-ass pillar structure come from i don't know i don't know
0: where that was i don't know where they filmed it i mean it was pretty pretty good uh location
1: shot yes, so all right dan was that the beginning of the film no the beginning of the film the beginning of the film <laughs> this is where i'm going to say it has bad writing because the film <laughs> opens up at Tonks, and you have no fucking idea uh, what Tonks is or why it matters.
0: I thought it was a bar at first. Yeah, it, because it fucking is a bar. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: But below the bar, like, it's also a brothel. It's and the fuckatorium. It's, yeah, the fuckatorium. And um, there's also, in addition to a brothel, uh, a keep-out door. Where they mm-hmm. keep all of the bad things in the town, all the black magic—it's—it's it's all there, mm-hmm. and they put "keep out." So nobody. Oh, that's goes good because, like,
0: because if you put a you know a sign that says "keep out" on a door and don't lock it, absolutely no one's going to try to get in there. Like,
1: absolutely, totally secure. Exactly. Definitely. <laughs> But then some of the 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 craziness bleeds out of the keep out room because there's this there's these like recurring images of little kids with masks on that kind of pop out of corners. They are supposed to be confined to the keep out, but they are outside of the keep out, and I don't, I I did not appreciate that. <laughs> I never thought the keep out
0: area was like sealing off these magical creatures. Mm. I really things just. The key phrases don't make sense. Like, there's so many weird... Like, the weird little kids and the heads and everything. They're like, fucking that was rad, really fun. though. The, yes, yes. That, the flying hand is super fun. So this, is like, flying hand that punishes people when they're bad. I don't know what activates it. I thought it was Dolores, who's, like, the witch woman. You don't really get what Dolores' deal is because she seems like she loves the father. But then... Like, when the father dies, she has the ability to revive people because she's a witch. So she can... Okay. She can revive people by just kissing them or touching them. Are we she ever going to ask
1: questions or are we just spoiling it right
0: now? <laughs> I've We're just going to fucking go, dude. We're, we're fucking going. I have too much to talk about. Right. Not not enough time. Um, and she can turn people into birds who are naughty. Yes. I'm not sure exactly how this happens. It involves a bird heart that beats. Yes. So she can turn you into a, a bird She can bring you back to life, and she can sick the hand on you. I think she controls the hand. There's also a world that people can go into, and it's very confusing as to, are you physically there or are you not? Because I think the film kind of forgets Mm -hmm. sometimes about what's going on with that.
1: I mean, but they make an attempt to play with it. Like, there's that one point where he meets Dolores for the first time, and he turns around and he sees himself sleeping on the couch. And then he Mm -hmm. goes away from her anyway. And then that happens again towards the end where he's um, been relocated to the bathtub. And Dolores is like, yes, we're going to bring your father back. And then the father's like, ah, yes, we're going to swap bodies. And then Dolores, for no reason, is like, wait, he didn't say he was going to swap bodies.
0: Yeah, how would she not know (laughs) that? How would Dolores, like Dolores is the one who taught him all of the magic. Yeah, She is the main witch. She's the most powerful of ever, all the bird people, in quotes. You're not really sure who the bird people are. I think it's the people of the bar. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if they can turn into birds and change back willingly or what the deal is. It's very confusing. Um, I don't get... Okay, if Dolores really just loves the father, why doesn't she just bring him back to life? Hmm. Instead of him having to do this whole fucking... Uh, bring my son to the mansion and then have him try to revive me, and he's gonna learn the magic. It's none of that makes any sense. (laughs) She should just revive him. But you don't really know who's on whose side. I will get into that in a second. First, though, I have to talk about the young kid that walks into this bar.
1: Oh God, yeah, at the very beginning. There's a
0: lot of underage either hinting at sex or underage sex. I think actually sex in general in this. So there's a young kid. He comes into the bar. The very opening scene, right? Yeah. And the okay. lady's like, hey, sugar, you here to uh, have sex? He's like, yeah. She unzips his pants and starts jerking him off with like underneath his pants in front of everyone in the bar. And then it cuts that they, they go downstairs. Then he meets a Marilyn Monroe lookalike who apparently is, is supposed Marilyn to be Monroe, Marilyn yeah. Monroe because she was brought back from the dead. Again, why don't they just do that with the villain? I don't know. And then we start to follow a completely different character because you're like, is the little kid the main character? No, he's not important. He's not in the rest. <laughs> of, he's gone. That kid is fucking gone. I don't know why we even followed him into this scene. So now we're following a belly man who's, who's got like a like a big French but flat belly. belly. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So he goes in the do not enter door. and He kind of goes down. He finds Dolores and he's like, are you a prostitute? Even though I just fucked, I won't fuck again. And he, hmm. What does
1: he do? What's his defining character trait, Um, man? He... (laughs) He uh he gets witch pot he, he gets witchified, like she sprinkles some dust on him and he's like, oh. No, no love spell, just sex and then he starts raping her. And that mm. is rough mm-hmm. because it is yeah. pretty pretty shown pretty shown this is. <sighs>
0: And I don't know if the film was showing it for like, Ooh, this is sexy or like, this is a really, freak, no, I was, I scene. was
1: legitimately horrified. Like I'm like, Nope, this is, this we is, we were, <laughs> but I don't know
0: what the writers and the directors, cause like this film it's through line is sex and sexiness yes. and being sexy. Like that's a lot of it. So like she, after that event, that horrible, okay, event, I will she turns say, him into
1: a bird. I will say, yeah, she does turn him into a bird. I do, I I legitimately think that it was meant to be horrifying. I do think that. Okay. It was, it was, I'll defend that later. I'll defend that later.
0: All right. All right. So then we cut to something completely different, which is the young, young man Thornton, the main character. Yes. (laughs) I will not call him Thornton. I'm going to be referring to him as Bobby Briggs from Twin Peaks because that's exactly (laughs) what he looks like. So it's Bobby on a boat. Narrating to himself about what's going on in the plot, he's like, I'm in this strange, mysterious land of uh, Louisiana. what's not to
1: like about this? <laughs> I, this guy it's, is a wet blanket, it's a special type of bad, like you said. It,
0: you're right, you're right. It, there's just so many scenes with him that don't do anything to build his character or make you care about him or. Push the plot for... Remember when he does a scene where he's just trying on clothes?
1: Yeah. What the fuck?
0: (laughs) Oh. So his dad... He's never met his dad, right? Yeah. (laughs) Doesn't know him. Kind of hates him. But yet he wants to go on this quest to revive him and like immediately believes that there's some magic that he could learn. And the, the, the only thing he really knows about his dad is that he's a real piece of shit. He was very powerful. And he liked to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he liked to fuck, Dan. Like, everything and anything. That was, he wrote this down in his diary that he he be fucking. And uh, that brings me to something that this film taught me, is all the things that this film taught me. Which, hey, it's very educational, <laughs> if anything else. I learned what pre-apic means, because uh, the the young character Bobby, after sleepwalking and accidentally going into... Oh, that into scene was awesome. The young girl's... Uh, sh- well, it would have been awesome if she wasn't jailbait, which yes. is what we'll get into yes. in a second. And I say that because that's how the film refers to her. And that's going to be her name for the rest of this episode, <laughs> by the way. Uh, it is... Pre-epic means relating or resembling a phallus, <laughs> so he's literally called a an erect phallus in this film. Um, people go to drink taffia, which I didn't know what taffia was. It is a is that like rum green tea made or from sugar cane. Yes, so. Nowhere that I see
1: is it that shit was so off-putting to me. I'm like, they're drinking some netherworldy shit here. I'll tell you what.
0: Well, I mean, it really did make you feel
1: off-put
0: by that whole thing. Uh, So now let's get into the characters because I I need to really talk
1: about. Yes. I get to talk about my favorite character.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, well, I'll start naming them and then I'll let you have your little space here. So we have Bobby Briggs. Yes. Literally Bobby Briggs. We have Beauregard, the driver-slash-lawyer, who wears gloves and a suit, and he's like the lawyer of the dads who's friends with him, so it seems like he's on the dad's side, but sometimes he helps the dad and sometimes he helps the son and you're really not sure who he's working for, especially at, at the, the end, end of the film. Yeah. He's like there with them and he's like a good guy now. And I'm like, weren't you trying to like
1: murder him in the fuck last every-? scene? Yeah, like, and then
0: <laughs> there's this scene where he brings this bird into the mansion. He's like, I have to bring the bird into the mansion to make sure it's near Bobby. Oh, I'm going to get him. Like it's going to hurt him and it doesn't do anything. i would very confusing. Anyways, uh, he wears gloves and uh, he doesn't like to touch anything with his hands. Very interesting. He's a very interesting character. None of that goes anywhere. <laughs> don't, I don't get why any of that is is the way it is at well, all. Aside from uh, it being
1: creepy, like he's like again, yeah. this whole film to me is just off-putting. Like it's yes. It's, yes. it's 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 not scary in the traditional "oh, I'm going to scare you" sense. It's it's mm-hmm. just creepy. The yes. entire film, I just felt dread and nastiness. I think
0: it just needed a another writer to help all of these great ideas have a through line and like make Mm. a little more sense so we could go through the narrative uh, a little more cohesively. Okay, so now we have the overseer lady. I don't remember her name. She was like the woman who was a caretaker of the... She's like, yeah, the older woman. Uh, Oh, I think Miss Palmer is her name. I thought she was Dolores for some reason. I thought maybe... That was like her alter ego as like an older woman. I
1: made that. Um, I made that mistake whenever I first watched the film too. Like I thought time had yeah. passed and it was to lower Yes, like the older woman, but it's not. Yeah,
0: because she does like black witch magic, and she has that fucking cool dagger. It's so it is a crucifix, a Christ crotch. Yeah. Uh, ooh, not a Christ crotch, a crucifix, and it's actually a dagger. And she pulls it out. She's gonna fucking kill the main character. That was so fucking cool. And um and then, and then she gets up. cursed by Dolores, yeah. yeah, and she blinds her, which I'm like, okay. I She's guess. like, no,
1: I'm gonna kill him. But <laughs> and not you think really. someone's <laughs> gonna become a this
0: this blinding, but literally Miss Palmer's out of the entire rest of the film. Like yeah. they they might as well have just killed her because she goes to the hospital, comes back, and then you never you never see her again. She's just kinda gone. Um then you have jailbait, who is this young girl of Mrs. Palmer, who lives on the estate, grew up with Bobby's dad, somehow, I, I don't know, I guess living with him as his, like, surrogate daughter, or I don't i don't know, just, like, living there on the estate. How this lecherous, uh, walking penis didn't try to molest this girl, <laughs> I don't know. Um, it seems like Mrs. Palmer and Jailbait know magic, know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're good, maybe you're bad, it's mm-hmm. very confusing, but everything Jailbait does with Bobby is, like... Look, Bobby, over there. Some shit I really don't want you to do. Mm. Do you promise me not to go? Like, promise me you won't go go there. I won't go to Tonks. I won't go to Tonks. And then, like, next scene, he's at At Tonks. tonks. (laughs) And then she's like, I can't believe you went to Tonks. And then later on, she's like, I want to help you resurrect your dad, even though other scenes she said she won't. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) And... It felt like <laughs> certain scenes she would act like hypersexual and like at, at, to a point where I thought is this Dolores in disguise? Mm-hmm. Like what is really going on? That none of that ever pays off. I have no idea. And I was like, well maybe this actor is just bad. But then there'd be other times where jailbait's like it's like a really good scene like when her mom gets sick and she's mm-hmm. explaining she's like, yeah, I have to go blah blah blah. And so I don't I don't know. It's just like, okay, in this scene I want you to like really like, want to have your your pussy on his on his penis, all right? That's what I want you to do. So that she's got to like really ham it up, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, it just it made me feel
1: gross. Well, because it, the film I think that that's what oh, it
0: achieved because Jerry. But was, I think a lot of people watching this I, I don't know if that's the director's intent. I think they're like, yeah, this is really fun.
1: Yeah, like but this. isn't it fascinating that now it's uh, like super weird and crazy? Okay, so here's uh, here's 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 where my defense comes in. Fucking my character, okay. um, crazy old Bijou. Bijou, Bijou is fucking amazing. Bijou Are, let, is let, the it. best let's character, he's 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 a yes. side villain. Genius. He's a side villain. He's genius. And this guy is horrifying looking. He's like an old crotchety fat dude. Like really yeah. curmudgeon like, and he's like, but like large, large, like,
0: like he has a is a dude you don't want to fuck with. Like yeah, you try yeah, to push this so guy down, he's gonna pick you they, up and throw. You. They
1: they meet him whenever whenever Jailbait talks to Bobby, she points across the the the, the canal and she's like, "That's Tonks, don't ever go over there." And then yeah. B G shows up. He's like, "Hey." <laughs> What's going on? And then they're like, oh, who is this? Oh, I'm just Bijou. crazy old Bijou. That's... And he's like, he he has that demeanor to him. <laughs> and then he's about to leave because she's like, you need to leave. Like, get out of here. He's crazy, Bobby. Don't listen to him. He's crazy. And then he's like, okay. And he turns around and he turns back and he's like. Uh, he
0: does it or three maybe, times. Maybe,
1: maybe your father wanted me to help you. <laughs> and it's what? like, what? <laughs> What's going on?
0: Here's how Bijou operates. He freaks you out. He threatens to kill you. He offers help. Then he threatens to kill you. Dude. So. Then he wants to dance.
1: There, okay. <laughs> there's, there's not a lot of time that goes in between that scene and this next scene. So this next scene okay. is. This is where okay. I got legitimately horrified the first time I watched this This
0: scene him. is amazing.
1: So this you have amazing. Bijou. Well, he, um, uh, Bobby shows up to Tonks. And Bijou comes up behind him. He, so Bobby orders a beer, and then Biju's like hits him in the back. He's like, hey, man, what's going on? Uh, how you, so how you like the place? And then he's doing things like that. He's like, hey, you want to dance with me? And you're like, wait, what?
0: <laughs> and you think it's just joking. Like, yeah. oh, what a funny joke.
1: You think so. And then he starts getting serious. He's like, "Yeah, come on, man. I really want to dance. I'm a good dancer. Dance with me. And then one of the ladies is like, you know, I want you to dance with me, Biju. It's like, no, I want to dance with Pretty Boy here. And you're like, holy shit. <laughs> This and then a is dude shows horrifying. up he's like hey
0: hey, we don't want anything escalating right here, right now. Like, get the fuck out of here. And the, he he one shots this guy in the face. In the, face. And the most late the laziest punch I've ever seen just knocks him flat, turns around and goes, Okay, so you're gonna dance with me or what? <laughs>
1: I'm Like, oh my god. It was insane. See, this is why I think the rape scene is definitely played for horror, because this scene is very uncomfortable. Like this is not a funny scene. This feels no. bad. Like yeah. something is wrong here. Like this guy has about to get. He's about to get deliveranced. Basically, mm-hmm. like I almost think just people should watch a supercut of all
0: the Bijou scenes. Oh yeah, for they're sure, amazing. He is the best actor in the film. Yes. Uh, anytime he was on screen, it was unnerving, and I was just afraid every second for what was going to happen. The scene, like he's
1: literally that scene that we just described is probably the best reason to watch the film. Like it's, it's Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. I've never seen that shit before, but that's what reminded me of puppet master. It's like that one dream sequence in puppet master where like, it's like the ballroom dancers and then the ballroom dancer shoots himself. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, it's just very off-putting and scary Mm -hmm. like that. So Bijou did that for me, but now we go into, um, the other thing that's really fucking weird, which is the dad. Yeah. Yes. So, dad comes back as a zombie whenever Dolores gets <laughs> him in the bathroom. But wait, wait, wait. Wait. <laughs> so... So they put Bobby in this bathtub
0: because he's like, you're ready now that we've fucked a bunch. Oh, because <laughs> fucking makes your magic powers increase, apparently. I don't know. Yes. And by fucking, they gave each other handjobs in, like, really sensually. I, I fast-forwarded through that because I'm like, I don't give a shit about this. Um, <laughs> it wasn't even it was that just, graphic. It was, but it was a waste of time for me. It okay. was a waste of time for me.
1: <laughs> I ate it um, up both times I watched it. Yeah, I'm like, mm, 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 I mean, she is a pretty lady, I'll give her that. So they
0: put him in a tub, they're like, We're gonna put you in a trance, and you're gonna go into the netherworld and like reach out to your dad to to communicate with him. So when his dad appears as a zombie, they're still in the nether world, mm-hmm. right? So how is he getting like tied up and put on this thing and then Bijou is there? I don't know. Like how is Bijou in the <laughs> netherworld? I
1: don't know. Bijou and the lawyer, they both hold him down to restrain him. Yeah.
0: And then evil jailbait shows up with black eyes and starts slapping the shit well, okay. out of Bobby. Now
1: here's 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 another thing, and this like goes along with the dance with me Bijou kind of thing. Um, yeah. Whenever we first see Dad, he's like, "What? Do you not recognize me? Give your dad a kiss." And then he brings Bobby oh. in for this really, really weird kiss. So it's like there's this strange crisis of masculinity that's happening. Like this yes. guy, Bobby, he is constantly getting berated by like, are you going to be... emasculated. Yeah, and emasculated. Like, are you going to be sexual with me? Are you able to be sexual with me? Or are you going to fail your father? But... Like Bijou is like, hey man, you look, you look pretty. It's like, ooh, like it it kind of, I don't know, like reverse the roles of like uh, what you would typically see in a woman being, you know, thrown onto this dude and this dude kind of has to deal with it and he doesn't know how to. It's, it's I mean, he gets bizarre. held at gunpoint
0: at one time. Yes.
1: Uh, he gets his money taken from him. Oh, yeah, he, he
0: gets ridiculous. molested a bunch in this yeah. movie. Uh, yeah, that is that is it. I, like I said. I think there's a lot of interesting ideas in this. I just don't know if they're all paper mache together enough for me to.
1: Well, okay, for fair me to enough. Put this in like, like my hall of fame. You understand why I recommended this movie then? right? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So this is a fun movie to watch with your friends, drunk. Like yes. it's just it's like a bad movie, fun time watch. But again, okay, so jailbait she appears with the evil eyes slaps him a bunch while he's tied up then she disappears shows up in the real world with dolores and bobby in the bathtub and goes up to him was like oh no i need to help him i'm like who the fuck was that other person (laughs) (laughs) but she's like what do i do she's like we have to use the power of love jailbait Use your love powers to to help him. And she's like, okay. She like kisses him on the lips. She grabs his hand and like puts it on her breasts. And then he like gains power to break out of his chains. And then the the hand just comes out of nowhere and like attacks the villain, I guess. And then it superimposes a stock photo of an eagle onto the screen. And he goes, no, no. No! No! And then we cut. Hard fucking cut. We've seen some pretty cool special effects in this movie. And that was how the villain dies. Is a stock footage photo of a bird. Not even the bird he turns into. Then we hard cut to all of them having... Fucking uh, sugar cane rum or whatever the fuck. (laughs) Yeah, green tea. And they're all sitting around together and his dad's been turned into a bird. They're like, hey, 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 hey. this is what happens to naughty boys.
1: (laughs) Well, and then then no, 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 no. So like it's a stupid like parrot, right? And it's a real parrot at first. And then it cuts to a close up of the bird and it's no longer real. And you're like, why is it a fake bird now? And then there's a jump scare at the end where the bird turns around really quick. And then part of the bird's (laughs) face is a skull. And you're like, what? Oh, my God. Did you stick around
0: to the very, very end of the credits? No. Did I miss something? So there's a little secret scene at the end where two people are in zombie makeup, which I don't think there was a single zombie in this entire film. And they're both sitting and they're drinking taffia. And one of the zombies goes, what is this taffia shit anyways? And the lady goes, I have no idea. And then the movie ends. What? There's a little little skit at the end. Yeah, go look. Go look. It's there. And I'm like, what the? Because I just scrolled through the credits to see if there's anything else. I don't know why. Yeah, Uh. why would you? I I don't know. You're like, I haven't found the
1: reason Dan likes this yet. Let me go to the (laughs) end.
0: No, I I know why you have. I know why you like it. I think if it was less rapey, I think I'd probably be able to enjoy it more there. Again, there's like so many interesting things like the, the Butler who he can't touch anyone with his hands and he wears the gloves. Uh, you have the feathers that show up in people's hair mm-hmm. when they've been touched by Dolores, um, the mystery behind her and her powers or whatever. And the questioning of motivations between all the characters, I think is what really hampers this mm-hmm. the most for me. Cause it's like scene to scene. These characters, it's like same characters, different motivation they have, depending on what's going on. Uh, overall, I'll give it seven and a half
1: popcorns. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: it's a little below average for me. All right, your, your final thoughts, Dan. It's
1: worth watching at least once. Um, it it did the... It gave me the, the vibe of this is an 80s, 90s movie, like, late mm-hmm. 80s movie. It gave me that vibe, which is really what I was wanting. And despite the problems that you have told me about and like, I completely saw them the first time around, like Mm -hmm. after watching it a second time, I I was still able to still able to overlook them. So I've seen this twice. So I definitely still recommend it. Like if you like old bad horror movies, this one is a treat because like Jared said, there's just so many really cool ideas going on Mm -hmm. and it's creepy. It's like, it's, it's kind of, creepy before the witch or creepy before babadook it's like it's that that type of horror mm-hmm. in addition to being shitty schlocky 80s horror, like it's <laughs> it's so weird it's a weird movie but i i, I can't recommend it enough oh uh,
0: yeah i dan thank you, yes, thank, you. <laughs> thank you for this thank you for uh such a spoopy halloween and I, we're all now so spooked Thank you all for listening. I really, really appreciate it. Dan, why don't you do some plugs?
1: Yes, you can find us on Twitter at IndieFilmPod. You can find us on Instagram at IndieFilmReviewPod. You can email us at TheIndieFilmReview at gmail.com. We have a Patreon for people who want to donate money to us. $1, $3, your choice. But if you are a filmmaker, you got a $5 tier. If you want your film to be reviewed faster than six months, because our waiting list is huge, um, go ahead, drop us a $5 donation, cut off the page, patreon just a one-time donation that's all we need and we will put you Mm -hmm. on a shorter list with bijou that's right and if you can you could also do you can survive uh, a week on if yeah paypal too but if you can survive a week as a patron with bijou then oof yeah dude
0: bijou just wants to dance man i i relate the most to bijou yes Oh, my God. Okay, yeah. Thank you all for listening again. I really appreciate it. Go check out the necropodicon.com. A lot of other good podcasts on there. Uh, rate and subscribe us. Give us five stars.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, tell your friends
0: about us. That really helps. I think that's the biggest thing. Uh, let other people know about the show that you think would like it. Bing, bang, bong. Dan, you have the final word. juice singing in the dead of Night. night.
1: Is he gonna dance or gonna fight? (laughs) Crazy old Bijou.
0: (laughs) 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 You're only sweating with your dirty buoy knife. Bijou, step!
2: searching for a d podcast that tells a twisted and macabre tale, set in a world in a siege by cosmic horrors, one that will make you fear for what lurks in the darkness and question your own grasp on reality, to bear witness to a party's struggle against their inner demons as they walk the thin line between hero and villain, while their sanity frays and falls apart at the seams keeping good humor and a joke on their lips as all they know and love crumbles away. The chanting of cults, the corruption of mortals, the nightmares of the cosmos and the whispering of dark gods all awaits you in Gunpowder, Treason, No Plot, a 5th edition d d podcast. Be sure to listen on any of your favorite podcast providers. Part of the Necropoticon Network. Hard to pronounce,
0: easy to listen.